Hey! What's up? Welcome to Absolute Comics! My name is Benny, that is Sal, and we get together on a pretty nearly weekly basis to talk about your favorite comic books and comic book-related news! That's right. late today if you're watching live, I apologize for that, but if you aren't watching live, why aren't you? Come to Twitch.tv, it's Twitch.tv slash comic story, and every Tuesday at about 5 p.m. Eastern. All right. My brain is all over the place today. I'm in a weird spot. Uh, totally fair. We're good. But uh, we are going to talk heavily about Night Terrors today as our comic book talk. So since that's going to be the comic book discussion, because I got so much to say and go over with Sal, he's going to hate me. Uh, <laughs> let's open this up by talking about Diamond Distributors is preparing comic book stores for the UPS strike. Yes. I, I don't want to go any more into this because I want to ask one question. What do they have left that they're distributing? <laughs> I was going to ask the exact same question. I was like, well, okay, but who cares? Yeah, th- like they lost Marvel and DC, and now they lost Image, I think it is. They, like, yeah. So, And I think Dark Horse, too. Yeah. yeah. So it's, what are they distributing? <laughs> right? It's bad. Uh, so I don't know. But yeah, okay. there might be, there's a UPS strike coming up, which may cause delays in the upcoming weeks for your favorite comic books. Uh, that's why I like digital. I never, I never have delays. I go get those for the comic collection. Although I will sell, I, I have started a collection of all the Night Terrors covers. Oh, that's They're fair. all gorgeous covers. They're okay? great. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Next up, we have the Wolverine costume was revealed. We did a full video on that, but the overall thought is we both love it. Yep. Right. Okay. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, EA has announced a new third-person single-player Black Panther game. Not much is known about the project, um, but it's from the team that made Shadow of Mordor, Halo Infinite, God of War, Call of Duty. Uh, the lead, the guy who did that, uh, Kevin Stevens, were dedicated to delivering fans a definitive and authentic Black Panther experience. Okay. I, I'm i at a point, honestly, where I, and I'm the gamer of our group, and I don't yeah. care about superhero games. If it doesn't say Spider-Man and Somniac, they have it like or bat or Rocksteady Batman. I like yeah. it's a hit or miss at this point. If it's, it's gonna be, it's it's certainly met with skepticism. Like I'm I'm also looking forward to the Wolverine game because it's yeah. made by Insomniac. Insomniac, right? But like the Marvel's Avengers, I thought it was okay. But I mean, the fact that it's no longer available to buy would tell you otherwise. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know like, what I mean. Like, oh, I know. I completely agree. Uh, it's 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 tough. And on top of that, Marvel seems to want to only make like shitty app games instead of making regular games, but then they make games like Marvel Snap. So I'm at a point where you could tell me whatever you want about a new game coming out. And I'm like, and we're going to see how it looks when it arrives. We're, we're going to yeah. see. We're going to see how that yeah. plays out. That's fair. <laughs> uh, James Gunn confirms that Creature Commando's movie is not taking place back during World War II, but instead during the modern day. Okay. Does anyone care about Creature Commandos yet? Because, uh, you know, not for lack of trying. There certainly have been a, re- a few, like, you know, uh, they, they did the casting release. They released a picture of the team from, you know, it's an animated thing. It's Yeah. And, I, and as I understand it, it's also in the same universe as the DCU. So, sure. Well, moving forward, all the DCU stuff should be, like, comics, movies, and video games are all supposed to be interconnected. Post-Superman yeah. Legacy. Right. Right, which is so fine. I get why they're trying to make it so that you're aware that this exists. I get that, but it, yeah. it's creature commandos, man. Uh, yeah, it's not exactly news. I mean, it's fine, but it's also not like, you know, all right, cool. Yeah, it's just it's a weird decision to go creature commandos. Like, and on top of that, we got that new Superman show, which we've talked about, which we're not yes. going to go deep into here. I liked it, Sal didn't. You can watch that review. I'll link it down below. Yeah. Um, and we have the new Suicide Squad anime coming up, which is like, yeah. where does that tie in? <laughs> 
it, it doesn't. <laughs> but on top of that, everyone's been pestering James Gunn as to where the remaining episodes of Doom Patrol are. Yeah. To which he said, he doesn't know, but they are not shelved. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, so I saw that one making the rounds. Doom Patrol apparently stopped early. Uh, I actually yeah. haven't watched the season yet, so I didn't know it was on a hiatus. No, me and they just haven't announced it coming back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and it, it, like, listen, anyone's concern should be valid because the fact is, like, the new mo seems to be: oh, a show didn't do expectations, a movie didn't do expectations, uh, make it disappear forever. Yep, yep. So, I will not. No, I get why people are asking about this. I mean, I was telling you the other day. I don't know if you watched it, but Barbarian. Yeah, the, did you end up watching that movie that's going away? No, I no, should have. You were, yeah. I think you were the one who told me. Yeah, I don't know if it's gone yet, but like movies aren't even getting physical releases anymore or digital release, like it's just gone, just yeah. doesn't exist anymore. So, <laughs> uh, interesting. And the last thing on here on the news portion, Dan did a great job getting these. I'm moving through them at a quicker pace because I want to talk night terrors. Totally, the R rated animated Justice League movie, Justice League War World, will premiere at San Diego Comic Con Friday, July 21st, in Ballroom 20 with a world premiere evening of 9 p.m uh sal figure out how we get into that <laughs> yeah uh i don't we got an invitation to the adult swim stuff so maybe did we i have no idea what oh you did yeah, well, i just yeah. got badges so you need to hook me up <laughs> i know i know i need to check i i didn't see i did see i may have seen that we'll see uh but also folks uh we will be premiering at san diego comic-con so if you're gonna be at san diego comic-con look for benny and myself we're yeah we'll be hanging out there uh we got a few other people joining us i don't know the full roster at the moment because we're trying to finalize some stuff but yeah. exactly but all then, right yeah. night terrors <laughs> night terrors okay i want to open this up before we go into night terrors itself i noticed something and i'm making my problem with video about this okay and i can't figure out what the title is because it's not really a problem with Right, yeah. When did DC become Marvel? And when did Marvel become DC in terms of events? Uh yeah. I don't know, but it was it, it probably like the the well the, the, the pandemic broke everyone's brains and that apparently DC and Marvel were not immune. Uh yeah, no. Because uh, DC used to do tighter knit events. We'd have the occasional big one like death metal and things like that. Yep. But it would always be tighter knit events, like one minute war, where it's like, okay, it's it's really it's an event, but it's really just flash stuff. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what happened? Uh, we lost everybody at the editorial level at DC and Jim Lee is in charge. That's what happened. I, and you know what? I, I love his first event because it's the first time in a DC event has felt this coherent, connected, important to the overall arch. We're going to talk about all that in a minute. This is just my opinion on it. Um, mm -hmm. since probably the original DC metal. Right, because uh, death metal wasn't—it was too big for its own good. It well, was, and, and both metal and death metal like sidelined everything to make way for itself. So the only thing you could read was that. But right. also, there were like a gazillion tie-ins for both events, so there was plenty of opportunity to read something that might appeal to you, right. even though it was connected to something you might not be interested in. Night Terrors doing the same thing. Everything's pushed off the table. Night Terrors for two months. Like the biggest one that surprised me was I looked. Where is my Joker? The man who stopped laughing. Issue ten. It's on hiatus to be the Night Terror Joker book. I was like, oh, yeah. even books that literally have nothing to do with what's going on in the Dawn of DC are getting hiatus for this. Yeah. No, everything is pushed off the table. We're just doing, we're doing, we're all doing Night Terrors for the next yeah. two months and then we'll the, be back. But on the flip side, Marvel isn't doing like the last big, big, super interconnected event they did yeah. was probably King in Black, wasn't it? I feel like where that's everyone towed no, the line. 
Huh? Well, Axe didn't have everyone toe the line. Axe had no. specific books toe the line. Yeah, and I think they knew because they were like, well, I mean, you know, it's Eternals. What are we going to do? And now but, we uh, have events happening like X-Men's on its own island, literally on its own island, doing its yep. own thing with the fall of X. And yeah. then we have things like Carnage Reigns that crossed over three books, Miles, Red Goblin, and Carnage. Sure. And dark web was venom miles it'd be like it was but it was like it was its own thing too yeah they keep doing their own mini events instead of like a line-wide event and i i don't know at this point which i prefer (laughs) yeah well because it really is about the idea and the execution is the execution and you know i i would heavily criticize night terrors when it was uh on its way in because of the like one graphic reveal they had where they're like night terrors is starting Here's 29 books. And it's like, yep. whoa, you can't yeah, just tell everybody wrote, buy 29 who, books. Who's doing that? Why right, that was a terrible do? idea, but that's just bad marketing. Um, the the event, the story, the, the approach, I'm okay with it. Like, I'm down for the idea. I, I enjoy the execution thus far. I've only read three books from it so far. Uh, today, I believe Night Terrors number one debuted. I guess I should read that too. Oops. I mean, I, if you don't mind spoilers, it's not no, too no, many no, spoilers. So, okay. I, read, I read First Blood. I didn't read number right. one. Yeah, I, okay. First Blood was number one. What I don't know no, what. No, no. what no, no, I, I know what you're saying. Well, I know what you mean, but yeah. No, you know what that is? You know what that is? Night, Night Terror's first blood is just Night Terror's alpha. Yeah, but... That's just what Marvel does. Marvel has the alpha and the omega they're issues They're doing now. the Marvel thing. That's what I said. They flipped at some point. Yeah, I feel like that's Jim Lee being like, well, they're doing it and they're outselling us. Do that. It's a, it, Okay, I had a lot of criticisms. I thought Night Terror's was going to be dumb. Yeah, I, I made a whole video that they were stopping the momentum of Dawn of DC for night terrors and, and now sure some people, people don't who like agree night with terrors you. huh yeah i'm sure there's plenty of people who agree oh, yeah. and I, i've seen a lot of people saying like well thanks a lot for, ga- for giving me two months off dc yeah and i'm like okay i bet it's not as many of you as they as as, as you think it is no it's the loud twitter group the threads yes. people are happy about it <laughs> <laughs> threads they like it over there that's funny. um but no and, and i was in that exact same boat i literally Completely. was like screw night terrors this is dumb yeah. First Blood set up a great idea and a great concept. And the big thing that I love about it is this doesn't feel, I want to start with this, it doesn't feel disconnected. Yeah. The biggest issue I had with like Lazarus Planet was if you were not reading Batman v Superman, a Batman v Robin. V Robin, yeah. It was disconnected. You had no idea what was going on. Like so many people were like, what is Lazarus Planet? I'm like, well, technically it's Batman versus Robin one through four, then uh, Lazarus Planet. If you had read that, you'd get it. You know? Yeah. That's not yeah. how this feels. First no. Blood, it like they they specifically mention the core plot lines happening in all the books, so you know where this fits. Yeah, like that was my first like, holy shit, someone's actually watching what's going on. Agreed. Someone's like, hey, people want to know where this fits in, so let's <laughs> yeah. tell them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, again, like the um, the the checklist they gave that should go to retailers. So retailers could tell the audience like what they can and can't, uh, what they can buy and what matters. But just greeting the first, the, the debut of first blood, you're like, okay, this is the premise. And it's clearly cemented in the dawn of DC. It's, I mean, it's yeah. shepherded by Joshua Williamson, who is like, who is quoted in like, in, in one of the solicits I read today, it was like the, one of the architects of DC. And it's like, yeah. okay, so he's he knows like where the direction of DC is going and he's dictating the line in his own way. So like keep that in mind, you know? I I'll fear I'll, I'm gonna throw the three out there now because I'm a little all over the place. So I'm gonna throw the I want the since this is so interconnected to everything, 
Yes. And it started off with the, the Trinity realizing there's no Justice League and we don't have the Titans in place. And that's how we got, we fell into the trap. Right. I feel like this is going to be the thing that triggers the Titans to fully step up while Batman's reassembling a league. I kind of love that idea. I think that's a great opportunity for them because like right now, the only way that you know about the Titans is because you're reading Nightwing which yeah. is a great book, but I don't know if everyone's reading it. Titans, I think we're in two issues, maybe three of Titans, and it doesn't feel, I mean, it is, but like it's also very insulated because it's got its own mystery going on within its own story. Is it the replacement for the League? Does it feel like a big League book? And no, it doesn't, but I don't think they're trying, you know, the I, I think there's there's two different voices, right? There's There's upper DC that's saying like, make it, make them the replacement for the justice league. And then there's the folks who are making it who are like, I just want to write a Titans book. Yeah. And so you're getting two different messages. Like you look at the graphic for, for, for Dawn of DC and it's like Titans boom. And then you're reading Titans and you're like, what happened to Wally? Yeah. Well, they're only an issue too. They haven't even resolved that issue. That, there you that, go. that issue that, yeah. um, but yeah, I agree with you on that. And I feel like, Because one thing I thought, and I think you and I brought it up, is when they first had the league removed and we were getting the Titans, like it was going to be like, well, where are they going to really step up and be the league? There needs to be something that makes you go, the Titans. That's that's where we're at, you know? Right? Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like this is going to be the catalyst to get us to that point. I feel like that's what we're building up to. Because he is doing a great job of making you know where this fits in and what it does. What you missed today was we got the origin of Insomnia and I've just I've I've come to the realization the mainline uh, the mainline Night Terrors book is just a backdoor dead man comic. Yes, he's yes. fully just taken Batman's body and he's gone. <laughs> yeah, no, it, which which is great because it's also good exposure for Dead Man. It's a great yeah. uh, reintroduction of the character into the, the the culture of DC. It lets new readers know who that character is. Maybe hopefully endear him to them. Uh, but also, you still get the Batman action. You can read the Batman Night Terrors book, but you can watch Batman kick ass, but it's not Batman piloting the body. So uh, you get Batman on the covers, but we're getting a, a bat, like a pilot dead man comic going on. In the, a bat, dead man could take over any superhero. What does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, that's a good point. That's a, that's a pitch. It's just yeah. dead man is the, is the DC universe. Like <laughs> dead man could be any hero. His book could be today. He's in Batman's body tomorrow. It's Superman. And like, They've established that Batman can't kick him out of the body in his Night Terrors book, which is exactly which made it feel interconnected, which is what yep. I loved. Because you go to Batman's book and he's like, "Screw that! I'm just going to take over my body. I'm Batman." What, Broston? What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. No, that's yeah. Well, and it doesn't hurt that First Blood is also written by Joshua Williamson. Like both books were written by Josh, so they're both yeah. very intimately connected. You can tell like he wrote them both in the same breath. But uh, yeah, and it's funny because I feel like. There's also there because there's no true leader at DC. There's no one at like at the helm in charge who's but that saying was out. Lino, but like yeah, only, but he's as, not, only as of May, <laughs> right? But I'm not seeing Jim Lee like doing interviews, getting in front of the camera, doing a little cup it of Joe type Diego. of editorial. Like maybe it's San oh, Diego. No, I hope there. so. They're not there. To, That's right. Is D, no no DC Comics will be there. I think. Oh, you're right. Right. It was the it was the the it was DC Studios. James was, Gunn said, "Not this year. Expect me next year." That was, exactly. That was that exactly. One. Which is fine. Uh, better, arguably. But um, but you know, there's since I don't think there's any like true leadership over DC. There's a lot of like stuff that just drops where you're just like, yeah, I know. Like apparently, I know how that works. Like Mark Wade was doing interviews talking about Lazarus Planet, and he's like, "Oh, editorial told me to write an event." Like I was doing Batman versus Robin, and they told me, "Can you make that into an event?" And I said, "Sure," and then I did. And it's like, yeah, that shows, that tracks. I feel that. I I I, I know we've we've harped on Lazarus. I do think the core Lazarus Planet concept still worked. 
I think it's I a just, great idea. I felt the just, spinoffs were just a little like, what were you? My no. issue was is I didn't know what to read. Yeah. I wanted to read Lazarus Planet 1 through 4, but it turns out that was not the way to do it. And uh, <laughs> it was not the way they did it, and it's not the way I could do it. And I couldn't – I just I, I literally just fell off. I was like – I read the first issue. I'm like, this is really good, and it's really well drawn. And yep. then uh, – that's it. But with this, you know, you could tell, like, Night Terrors kind of came out of nowhere because there is no buildup. There's no setup. There's no plan for Night Terrors. Like, Night Terrors just appears. <laughs> and <laughs> it is not part of DC. Like, it is, it is, it is part of Dawn of DC. But it, clearly, it wasn't – I think no, there was a logo in the in the graphic, or maybe there was a logo and we didn't know what it was. But, but it what? Was... But did they add that? Because if you remember, like the graphic, they like they like you know, it, it was shadowed, and then like every so often they'd unshadow it. I feel like maybe they were like, they put a Night Terrors logo in there uh, before that new graphic comes out, because this does not feel like it's this feels like it's connected to Dawn of DC. It doesn't feel like Dawn of DC teed this up at all. But that you... I think is my biggest complaint right now because. Yeah certain storylines are on hold. Like all of them went on hold and most of them went on hold in a good spot. Yes. Batman went on hold in a spot where it felt like it was intended. Uh -huh. You know, Chips and Arsene got two months off while he writes this other storyline. Like the yep. main core he's left with what's going on with Failsafe, what's going on with Batman, what's going on with Zerodar. Superman is, I think, concluded the storyline where Jimmy's dating yes, Banshee. They, so Yeah, they finished the Silver Banshee story, which like was honestly like, I think a two or three issue. It was two story. issues, yeah. There you go. But, but like, yeah, that's great. done. Yep. Green Lantern, though, is right in the middle of what it was doing. Yeah. yeah Flash finished. Flash is waiting for the new number one. So this, yep. this fits fine. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it, you can tell like they they like weighed the pros and cons and went like, this is the only best time we can do this. And they dropped it now. But like well, you Titans said, is, Titans is solving their own murder right now. Titans, they had to sideline, but like, does it matter? Nightwing, I think, is in a perfect spot. Nightwing's in a good spot, too. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of them ended the the stories before we uh, Joker got sidelined. That one's a little upsetting. But I will say the current cliffhanger isn't terrible. Joker's finally getting back to Gotham to figure oh, out what's going on with the other Joker. So oh okay, <laughs> like the well, last two go. issues was him just trying to get out of L.A. because he started up a bunch of riots and then he realized <laughs> I have to get across L.A. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. Yeah. It, it played out a lot better than you. Like I say that and you're like that's funny but dumb. It right. played out a lot better because even his goons are like, boss, we got to get to LAX. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And have you ever been there? You're like, how am I going to make this? How am yeah. I going to make this play? <laughs> uh, but like you said, it's a great chance now for this to get people excited for Donna DC because it is intimately connected. Like, yes. and because every tie in is only two issues. So, Which you know, I like, also think is great because they're yeah. setting up great, like, uh, so we'll go with the, the tie-ins in a minute. I don't want to go into that, but they're yeah, all yeah. setting up great cliffhangers, which I do love. And I do, I want to say what they've explained better in the second issue, but sorry, go ahead. I'm, I'm just, oh, I love it. this just, so much. You know, we're getting these two, you know, uh, we can, every story that you're invested in is going to wrap up literally in the next issue. And then you get two more issues of, of, of night terrors proper where they're going to deal with insomnia and then it's over. And then yeah. we're just going back to where we were. And when did that happen in the, you know, for the most part between story events, like before stories, all That's the it. core books, the ones they want you to read for Donna DC, other than I'd say green lantern are all in a good spot to go and hold. Agreed. Yeah. Cause green yeah. lantern is just in an awkward spot. I think they resolved the. I think what they did is they resolved the first plot, but it was one of the giant plots. So it's yeah. kind of like it resolved. He fought the Manhunter thing. 
Yeah. But we found out there's more to it. And then it's like, all right, and we'll see you in two months. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? like, uh, Green Lantern's a little bit of an awkward book anyway. So it, it is of all of all the Dawn of DC books, I love it and I hate it at the same time. Cause I'm kind of like it's a weird way you brought him back, Hal, and you're just kind of setting up a weird situation. And I'm down with it. I like this. I like Jeremy Adams' writing. I like Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. Yeah. But I don't see how this fits so far. Like, no. that's that's just kind of where I'm at. Because even in this Night Terror second book, they showed Jon Stewart again. I got the impression that, like, not that Jeremy Adams didn't have, like, a Green Lantern idea, because I think he did. I just feel like... I, I, I don't know if he let go of the flash book like i think it's more like they were like all right well you're off flash and do you have anything else yeah i, I like, well i could whip up a screen lantern story i guess like great. the way he was on twitter about it he definitely was removed for the sake of dot dc because they wanted yeah. all the writers changed up yeah and he, Which, he's not a big enough name like chip Zdarsky, where it's like oh we're gonna bring you in early and then you just stay you just stay on the book you know what I mean? exactly <laughs> no no, it's unfortunate, you know, because he's a good writer. It's just the, yeah. like, you know, that's that was the nature of the business. But So um, the second one, yeah. what they do, because everyone is theorizing Asomnia is going to be related to Dream and Sandman and all that stuff. Uh, no. no. What it turns out is Insomnia was a patient of Arkham Tower, and the Lazarus Reign gave him these abilities. Oh, okay. All right. The Lazarus, that's, how, yeah. th that's how they tie in Lazarus planet. So he got that's the smart. Lazarus rain gave him the abilities and mm -hmm. he's been at Arkham tower since Lazarus planet because mm -hmm. he's learning to control his powers. And when he finally got to the level where he could get out into the open, that's when he broke out. Oh yeah. That's so that justifies Lazarus planet a little bit. I mean, like, listen, did Lazarus planet show up out of nowhere and nobody asked for it? Absolutely. Was it bad? I couldn't say I only read one or two issues of the damn thing, but uh, it is connected and right. this this new thing that clearly the team did not agree on like this is also it feels editorially driven it it's connected to the last thing that was editorially driven and yet also doesn't hurt any of the mainline books good okay right still still creates this this feeling of cohesion and and, new, and, and world building that's been my argument with the mcu the dceu and marvel comics right now Look, yeah. I, I'm all for going out and getting a generic Wolverine comic and reading it or watching the Flash movie and having it being connected to nothing. But your general audience, your general audience for this type of content wants a sprawling multiverse of everything interconnected because yep. we want to have that superior moment where we go, actually, which you don't realize, <laughs> I'm, I, I've come to that conclusion. Yeah. Based on even my interactions with my audience in my Dungeons and Ale, Dungeons and Dragons project, which by the way, you should check out Dungeons and Ale on YouTube if you like Dungeons and Dragons improv by me, Dan, Andy, and Huey. Anyway, slight plug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the audience over there is constantly hitting me up asking how I'm interconnecting all the different campaigns to make a, a multiverse. Right. And it's like, we're not. Like, we, we're just <laughs> doing D&D. &D, but the fact that they want that Yes. The fact that they want that and the fact that movies like Flash come out and everyone doesn't want to give it a shot because why bother? It's not interconnected. That yeah. people skip over certain MCU shows because we've gotten mm -hmm. to the point where we're like, half of Phase 4 didn't matter. So none of it matters. Like, I I feel like that's what we needed. It's what we need in Marvel Comics right now, leading up to Venom, King and Black felt cohesive. Yeah. But now, now it's just feels like Marvel Comics is all over the place. But DC is that. like, Hey, you guys liked DC Rebirth. You guys liked New 52 for its cohesion. Give or take the stories, the overall you can have your overall opinion on the it being done. 
But I will say one of the things that got me hardcore back into comics, because I was in the 90s, 2000s, I was in my, you know, 14 to 20 range. I had other interests, okay? I wasn't too (laughs) interested. I was just getting Batman. But what got me to buy every comic again was the New 52 because it felt connected. It felt like, oh, if I read Superman and Batman, I'll get more context to what's going on in Batman's world. Yeah. And I have said over and over and over we've done this show way too long sal mm-hmm. that w- we want to have a, a world that feels connected and this feels connected yeah because you know what now you can say what was the point of lazarus planet well john can go super saiyan power girl can read minds and we got a whole event out of one of the villains yeah that's true <laughs> yeah and and the, the the best thing i think is that like what's indicative of it is that people are buying it. Like people seem to be enjoying it. I haven't seen the sales numbers, but like word of mouth is good. Yeah. There's some people that are angry. One of the people that's uh, dating one of the people on our team isn't a fan of it. We are having fun back and forth on Twitter. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's overall, I, my personal, I don't, I, the main story I think is good. It's not like one of my top tier favorite storylines. But I really appreciate Joshua Williamson taking that extra mile to interconnect things. And one thing I do want to state is they're also doing it in the tie-ins. We're going to go deeper into the tie-ins in one second. But I want to bring up one thing because one of our audience members did. There is a shot Dream is still involved in this because Dr. Destiny and the Nightmare Stone. Yeah, they want the Nightmare Stone, which is like, yeah. yeah, I don't think Dream's going to show up, but I do think that, uh, yeah, I mean... I think that in another world, this would have been just a Dr. Destiny story, but it also allows us to create a new character and directly connect it to Lazarus Planet. So it's right. like, yeah, no, I get it. And they use uh, they, they use Destiny in a fun way. So it's like, all right, yeah. Like, they, they address it, they deal with it, and then they yeah. move on. So, all right. To keep us moving at a good pace here, do you have anything more you want to say about the two mainline books, which is just a backdoor uh, <laughs> Dead Man story? <laughs> Basically, yes. Uh, oh, uh, I, I did... Dead Man revive the big cliffhanger is the Dead Man decides he needs help from somebody else, grabs the Lazarus resin, which was related to Lazarus Planet and was a side plot that was Task Force Z. Remember, oh, I God. I told you all Task Force Z was coming back. You did say it was going to matter one day, and it does. <laughs> he gets that. And he revives from the dead. Sandman, I think, is the hero. The gas mask and gas oh, gun guy. Sandman. <laughs> that's that's kind of cool. All right. I'm, I'm. I was like, are you seriously bringing in Lazarus resin? Ta- <laughs> I was right. Task Force Z matters. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, it. That's great. Oh, uh, they did specify. They did specify Batman has the last of the resin. So they went and got that, and that's it. Like, in okay. theory, we're done with Lazarus resin. Right. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Cool. But That's it cool. did come back. I was right. So anyway, nice. um, yeah, Sal's got to read Task Force Z now. It's what Lego Monster says in our chat. Oh my god, my my <laughs> wife read all of Task Force Z. So I'm did good. I. Did That's she like funny. it? Did Tiffany like she, it? Or she did not like it. Oh, uh, okay. I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah. I will say the first like eight issues just felt way all over the place. Like there was yeah. no rhyme or reason to half the crap that was going on. Uh huh. But I did like the reveals, but that only works when the reveals really work for you. And that kind of a story, if the reveals don't work for you, it's like, oh, okay. That yeah. Was dumb. So, all right, let's go down the line here. I got them all pulled up. If neither of us read it, I've read most of these at this point. Nice. Except Black Adam. We're going to say right now, no one read Black Adam. And that's one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Batman. Yep. What is your thoughts on the Batman issue? Because that was the it was good. One. I dug it. I mean, like I know that a lot of people in my audience particularly thought that the Batman, you know, the the original design of like the bat with the gun in the face thought it was really dumb. 
I don't know why. I think it's just because it's a neat concept. I really like the design. Um, yeah. But overall, you know, I like the interaction that Insomnia had with Batman. Uh, the the premise of the final page reveal, I was like, I would like to see the rest of this. I dug it. I was like, this is cool. I didn't like it wasn't like my favorite Batman book of all time, but I did appreciate like that it was, you know, it was consistent and made sense. And I was like, I I, I enjoyed the interaction. I also, I also appreciated like the attention to continuity and detail, like the, the, the Selena references and stuff. Yeah. I was like, this is really cool. This is, this they, is smart. I like the reference, the fact that Batman spent the time to go over all of his nightmares. First, they were already referenced. Like everyone tries to scare me with my parents. <laughs> yeah. I liked that. <clears throat> they acknowledged that this is the thing that everyone tries to go for. And that was the thing he was trying to get out of only to have Boston be in his body. So he couldn't. Yep. Um, I actually liked the ba the bat gun devil thing. I liked yeah. that. Uh, and I liked that it turned Bruce into like the ultimate Batman. Yeah, that was neat. It would have been interesting if the reveal had been that that was Zuradar, but I agree. If it was yeah. connected in that way, I'd be like, this is really smart. Yeah. But I don't know. Is he writing that? I don't think he's No, it is Joshua no, that's Williamson just, that's, writing it. Yeah, Williamson's writing this. Zadarsky's doing the Zuranar stuff. Okay. So uh, I liked that. Uh, I did like them ca doing callbacks. Once again, it makes it feel interconnected because they did a callback to the wedding that yes. regardless of love or hate, it made headlines. People know the did. wedding happened. So yeah, uh, I thought that one was a lot of fun. Batman is also probably so far the only book that is important to the main plot. It directly connects to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's all about why Batman can't get out of his body and what yep. Batman's doing while dead man's doing his thing. So yeah, totally. I feel like Superman's probably also going to be, the most directly connected, but that, that makes sense to me. I loved the, uh, the cover for that. The Superman one. Yeah. It's not yeah. out yet. So I can't see what's going on in it. Um, Ravager is interesting. I love the art. It's done by Dexter soy. He did my favorite oh, cool. one for red hood. Yeah. Uh, the Ravager story is interesting because it basically boils down to, she thinks Deathstroke's trying to come back through the nightmares. Okay. Cause you gotta remember, uh, unless they were there, they don't know what's going on. So yeah. you, you'll see that reflected in a lot of the books that came out this week. Totally. Because, because like Flash and Green Lantern don't know what's going on. They're just suddenly no. stuck here. Okay. Uh, so Ravager reflects that as well. She thinks it's related to Deathstroke. Can you confirm or deny? Is he dead again after Dark Crisis? Oh my God. <laughs> I don't uh, know what happened. After I don't that. think he is. I think they have, I think Waller has him. Okay. Because she thinks he's dead. She brings that up. <laughs> yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to confirm that for you. But I, yeah, I think but I was he, like, I, I don't think he is dead anymore. I think, I think he stayed alive after Dark Crisis. He died think, in Shadow War, but yes. I think they think he's dead, but that, that Waller has him. But I'll, okay. Yep. Waller's got him. Okay. Joker was a lot of fun. I, what was your thoughts? I told you you were going to like this one. Yeah, it was fun. I was like, uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, very absurdist. You know, it was a lot of like, <laughs> it, it was really, you know, it was it was that kind of like macabre humor of like, you know, just the inciting incident of Batman dying and it being a joke and silly and stupid. And, yeah. and then Joker's being like, I don't know what to do with myself. I guess I'll do this. You know, I don't, I don't, he I don't, goes to work at Wayne Enterprises. <laughs> I, I think that that was a that was that was really clever. I really like that, too. Um, I don't know if you caught this, though, but the artwork was crazy and batty at the beginning. And then once he had to go mundane, it all got really down. grounded. Yeah, yeah I agree. Was, I liked it a lot the way they did that. Yep. Uh, so far, my favorites who are Batman and Joker. I highly recommend them. Um, yep. Poison Ivy came out. I've started this one. From what I started, it's good, but I can't vouch because I haven't finished the issue yet. Uh, cool. I just haven't gotten to it. I'm Black really Adam, in. we both agreed we're not going to read, period. So nope. that's the end of that. Don't care. Uh, Night Terrors 1 came out this week, and I told you what happened in that one. Links yep. the whole thing to Lazarus Planet, Lazarus Resin, the whole nine yards. Great. It's going to be fun. Um, 
And it, it, the big the big point is he goes to get help because he realizes this isn't contained in Gotham. He thought it was only in Gotham. Right, Dead right. Man. So, yeah. Uh, I think we also got The Flash, Shazam, Robin, and Green Lantern today. <laughs> and Zatanna. Oh, and Zatanna. Yeah, oh so God. I've read Flash in the Robins this morning. Okay, how are they? I haven't read any of these. <laughs> Robins feels like it's the most disconnected at this point. Oh, okay. So... Because it oh, it opens before the event happens. It sucks oh. in Tim and Jason because they're the only two that don't have a book related to this. Right. Fair enough. Um, and basically, they have the same idea as Batman. They know right away they're in a nightmare. They're, they're, gotcha. they, so, but it oddly makes it feel disconnected. Hmm. Uh, Tim has to deal with his father's death multiple times. And it's interesting okay. how he goes about that. Jason's my favorite in this, though. Because they try to stick Jason with like a Red Hood monster. So yeah. he shoots it like Jason would. Uh-huh. which makes it multiply. So he shoots it again and it multiplies. And then they leave Jason behind to go deal with the Tim stuff, which if you like classic Tim, this yeah. does line up to the classic origins, his relationship with Stephanie, stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, uh, and then they cut back. Like J- Tim's like, I think we're in trouble. I don't think we can get out of whatever this is. Cuts back to Jason. Jason has about a hundred red hood monsters. Tim, I think <laughs> I screwed up. I'm just like, that is such a Jason thing. Yep. <laughs> I think I screwed up. Uh, it, it does feel like it's going to be the most disconnected. Read it if you like Tim and Jason and you want to see more about them. Don't I will now. Yeah. yeah, don't read it if you're not a fan of them or the Bat family and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Now, I've got to read Shazam. Wade wrote it, and uh, so I, I, I need to check that out. It yeah, out. I got to get caught up in Shazam in general because I do like the idea of Billy Batson being angry and trying to deal with this stuff. So I kind of got to see what's going on. Um, the Flash is funny. Not because Ooh. it's – but I don't think it's supposed to be. Okay. So <laughs> the flash its own continuity is weird, but basically it boils down to the flash's big fear is the flash. <laughs> okay. So it's a Barry story mm-hmm. and Barry, like right off the bat, nothing is lining up properly. Like kid flashes in the old outfit. Uh, Linda doesn't exist. Things like mm. that. And Barry basically de- determines somebody messed up the timeline. So his big fear is that he's going to go back in lo- time and mess up the timeline. All right. That's cool. That's a good fear for him to have. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes to, goes to the, the, the treadmill and he uses it to go back in time. And like, it's weird that this is what Barry's afraid of. Makes sense that it's what Barry's afraid of since he yeah. literally created a whole nother universe. Right? I know in the end it turned out to be Dr. Manhattan, but he did it. He, he did yeah. it originally. Like, we all know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's that's his. If you like Flash and you like Speedster, as Andy puts it, Speedster bullshit, mm-hmm. then you'll like this one. If you don't <laughs> like that whole concept, you're not going to like this one. Awesome. Okay. Uh, and then I haven't read Zatanna, Shazam, or Green Lantern yet. I started Green Lantern. Um, it looks like Sinestro's in it, but I didn't. I don't know where it's going. So mm, Yeah, Sinestro's in like a backup or something like that. for. Yeah. Oh, he's in the backup. Okay, because I opened it. Someone had already read it, so it was like at the ending, and I'm like, oh, Sinestro. And then I skipped to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then oh. next week, that's when we get Wonder Woman, Superman, Nightwing, Catwoman in that infamous cover that I was showing yesterday. Yes. And this is the first one. I The second one that I can almost preemptively tell you is not going to be important. Punchline. Right. <laughs> no. I, I thought <laughs> we were done with Punchline, Sal. Well, I don't know why you thought that. Why <laughs> they, they didn't invent her to forget about her. <laughs> You know, like they, they keep her. trying to make punchline a thing. I know, I know. I'm just, I just think it's weird that James Tynan the Fourth isn't writing it. It's apparently written by Danny Lore, but like, 
I don't know. I don't think James Tynan's on anything. I don't think he's come back yet. I think he's still but doing you know, his, He's still uh, doing uh he's well he's I don't know if they canceled or ended the Sandman stuff, but he was writing the Sandman book and Oh, was he? Yeah. And, and nice, nice House, House in the, the Lake was a DC thing too. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't know where they I I read it up to twelve. I don't know what's going on with that now. Neither. No. But that's where we are right now. And I'm assuming we're probably going to talk about this for the next upcoming weeks as things continue to come out and talk about yeah. if it's if it stayed on track, did we stay excited? Or did they drop the ball and it got dumb? Yeah, right. I don't know. I, it's funny. The uh, we need, you know. I appreciate that, like there are all these tie-ins, but like we need like another issue to come out that's part of the Night Terrors story. Like we need us like a tentpole that connects everything. Well, I mean, we got that. That issue one dropped today. Well, I know, but when does issue two like, drops? The twenty fifth. So we got two weeks. Yeah, that's okay. That's not well, bad though. Of, Every two weeks, we're gonna though. get one. Yeah, that's true. That's not bad. That's not yeah, bad. but the best part about the tie-ins is so far they're really. If you like Zatanna, here's right, a Zatanna fun. story. You get if a you Zatanna like book, like, right? But you, but they're not important. The only one so far that feels like it might pertain to the main plot is Batman. Right. So the only one at this point. Looking at Superman, we'll see if that also connects as well. I, well, I and, and even even looking at Batman from that point of view, that really just answers why is Deadman in Batman's body? Yeah, you don't need it if you really don't care. You know, no, completely. I agree. So I'm not against this tie-in series because they're not important. They're important if you like the hero to find out what's yeah. going on. Yeah, I like that. So that's cool. Uh, okay, all right. Everyone is you linked it to Sal. So let's talk about the Superman Legacy additional casting that just came up. All right, yes. everyone. It just dropped. Uh, <laughs> but the end our thoughts. Night yep. Terrors right now. I'm super excited for. It. I hope it stays this good. Like, Agreed. Yeah, I it need it, it. It's 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 their game to lose at this point. Yeah, because if they could, if dude, if they can land this, go all the way to the like the finish line with this being this strong, yeah. I will be excited for more Donna DC. Like totally, I'm, I felt like it's been going on a little slow, but if you you show me this is how it's going to be handled, like yeah, little interspersing stories. Well, and if they up. do this again, like in like let's say December, you know, like here's I'm assuming we're going to get Brainiac story at the end of the oh, year. Yeah, like that's yeah. the one they were teasing. That's fair. So, all right. What about this casting that just happened, Sal? What uh, do you got? Superman Legacy has added three new actors playing characters in the uh, to to the movie roster. This includes um, Isabella Merced, who was Dora the Explorer in the uh, Dora the Explorer live action movie as okay. Hawk Girl. I dude, Hawk Girl is getting in live action. Hawk Girl is gonna be in Superman Legacy. <laughs> Yo, okay, you know, go ahead. I'll, I got thoughts on, on the adding. I know. I'm like, okay. Who's next? Um, we got uh, uh, Edie Gavaga, Gavagy. I, I apologize. <laughs> um, but uh, he, Mr. Terrific. Okay. We're getting Mr. Terrific in the Superman Legacy movie. Um, he was in Justified. And uh, I'm trying to think of like the I've thing I've seen that him I... in something. I just don't I know. I know. I know. He's been in something that I know, uh, but I couldn't tell you what it was. Um, but he's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, it's, I recognize his face. I just don't know what he's in. Yeah. He's in the blacklist. Um, okay. And, uh, and justified, like I said. Oh, uh, really older uh, fans might remember he played Darwin in X-Men First Class. That's it. I know him from. <laughs> and finally, uh, and then, we're getting the Green Lantern. What, we're getting. No, I'm sorry. We're getting Green Lantern. Nathan Fillion as 
Guy Gardner. He's going to do so good in that role. He's going to nail it. It's going to crush that. So they, uh, apparently James Gunn also says he's going to have the Guy Gardner haircut. So the bull? The bull. <laughs> so my first thought would be that James Gunn is going to bloat this movie and it's going to be terrible. Naturally, that's the concern. Right. But, but... I'm not that concerned about it because he's managed to give us like 20 different superheroes, every guardians of the galaxy. And they just exist on the sideline, Uh huh. which has been great. So what if these guys all exist on the sideline for Superman to talk to, and it's setting them up to be another thing. Since exactly. We're the whole DCEU. Exactly. Like we're just establishing. These are characters who will appear in other projects or are part of this larger universe. And they may appear in another thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, Fillion. So, so the Green Lantern or a Green Lantern of this universe is Guy Gardner, and it will be played by uh, Nathan Fillion. We're getting Hawkgirl, and we're getting Mister Terrific as well. Uh, again, yeah, I could see. You know, it's funny. Like, obviously, we're getting a Batman movie in Brave and the Bold, but wouldn't it be interesting if like Superman didn't go to Batman in his Superman Legacy movie for like information? He goes to Mister Terrific. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I, I like the idea that we're going to build out the universe, and we're still not casting Batman. Like, we're just like Batman's still going to happen. Don't worry. Yeah. But we all know you want Batman, so we're not worried about that because we have Batman Part 2 coming out. So you're just right. going to watch that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you got the Batman Part 2. You got his own in-universe movie that will come out someday. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. I thought that was uh, next year. I thought the Batman Part 2 was oh next my... year. Oh, yeah, no, the Batman. Yeah, but I'm saying there's also going to be the DC in-universe movie with Damien and... Uh, and oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. That. Oh, no, it's 2025. Oh, that's way okay. out there. Yeah, yeah. 2024 is going to be a dry year if you're a DC fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you got Creature Commandos to look forward to. <laughs> and Joker 2. <laughs> Joker 2. Can't wait. Oh, wait. What's the opposite of that? But uh, yeah, no. I mean, like, I just, I'm just like, okay, all right. Well, that, that's fun. As long as we don't, like, you know, next week, James Gunn's like, and here's Wonder Woman. And here's, like, you know, Martian. Yeah, I wouldn't even be against that though. Cause what, what if these guys are all taking the roles and they're just in the league? Right. Like, like the equivalent of what the league is at the time. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that uh, that's okay. A, I mean, I, remember when he cast the Ravagers and we were like, are you doing a whole nother team in there? Yeah. The Ravagers showed up for a cameo at the end. That's true. Yeah. That's that, all that it was. was. Like, that was basically just like, you could make this movie if you want to. And Marvel cinema and, and, you know, fighting is like, no. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I mean. Like he set that up just like he set up the guardians of the galaxy four and we'll never get it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm hyped. I'm I'm not no. All right, I don't know if I want to say hi, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. This sounds cool. Like yeah. so far, Superman casting, Lois Lane casting, great. Uh, I you know I obviously like the director and uh, and the writer. I'm down for this movie. Um, and I also love the fact that one, he's not hiding this information. He's letting the fans know his direction so that no, there's no speculation, no nothing. Yeah. And two. He's doing this all in enough time that we can actually expect it to be a solid movie. This Superman Legacy comes out in July 11th of 2025 right now. Yeah. It's going to be the first movie in all of them, which means the Batman 2 is actually coming out after that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's interesting. We're also getting, um, you know, there's a, there was a tease where DC released like a thing where they were like, if you want to get ready for Superman Legacy, here's some things you might want to read. Here's some inspirations for this movie that James Gunn handpicked. And one of them was Superman Brainiac from Jeff Johns. And I'm like, right. so Brainiac's the villain of this movie. Like that's, that's my thinking, right? If it is, you could be like, okay, so Superman's going to fight Brainiac. We're going to introduce Kandor. But what if like one of the Thanagarian cities is in there and Superman liberates it? What if 
what if a city from Earth 2 is in there? And that's where Mr. Terrific comes from. Yeah. You know, what if they're that, in that space could be and, it, yeah. and Green Lantern shows up to help them? You know, like, so it's not so much that they're like characters on Earth that are hanging out, but rather that like Superman's literally introducing them to his universe. These are all just, theory, you know, conjecture and theory, but like, I'm down for all of it. I don't care what it is. I'm excited. It's because James Gunn is at the helm. And you know what? You can call me whatever you want. I loved James Gunn's movies. I've yet to see a James Gunn movie that I disliked. Yep. So, I mean, there's obviously better ones and worse ones, but I've yet to get one that I'm like, that was terrible. I have lost faith in James Gunn. (laughs) So far, so far that has not happened. I have not had a Taika Waititi moment. uh, (laughs) Yeah, where Thor, Love and Thunder. Ah, Ah, you did great with Jojo Rabbit and Thor 3. Let's see what yeah. else you can do, buddy. Did love those, but uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oops. <laughs> uh, this is why we have writers. All right, anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of Absolute Comics. Sal and I will be at San Diego Comic-Con next week, which means I don't know if we're going to film this ahead of time. In theory, we should be okay. Because in theory, I don't know about you, but I'm flying out Wednesday, and we film this Tuesdays. Yeah. So it should work. Yeah, we should be able to do that. But uh, we'll see. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let us know your thoughts about all the castings, everything going on. What about that Wolverine suit? And what do you think about Night Terrors? And don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, give us a big rating. I don't actually know how Spotify works. I have no idea. We've been on there for like 10 years, and I don't know how that works. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time.